What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Derek D. Wildman, and I'm doing another episode of Detroit Chess Killers Podcast. Uh, <clears throat> on this episode, I mean, on this episode of the podcast, we're going to talk about, <clears throat> excuse me, Naka coming to town. Uh, if you don't know, Hakura Nakamura, Nakamura uh, arguably the greatest Blitz player in the world, came to Detroit this past weekend and filmed for his YouTube channel. Uh, it was a phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal event. It was fun. It brought all the chess players out. And uh, before I get started about this podcast, shouts out to uh, Mr. Kevin Fight and the Detroit City Chess Club for hosting this event. If you don't know, the event happened uh, Saturday. Uh, I forget the day, but it was downtown from 12 to 4. It was a very, 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 very dope event. Uh, a lot of you have already saw uh, the pictures. I know that the YouTube uh, trailer is out, Naka versus Detroit. And you know what I'm saying? I participated, you know what I'm saying, in this event. I got a chance to play Naka for the first time. I want to say he's the real deal but everybody you know what i'm saying pretty much knew that he's the real deal so uh let's get into it so uh as you know chess in detroit kind of been i ain't gonna say born lately but it has you know what i'm saying because we're slowly coming out you know what i'm saying the pen we're still in the pandemic but people are starting to ease up more with you know people getting vaccinated and shouts out to uh, ed mandel and uh big g the twin knights all the king's men for running uh their chess tournaments you know they've been having the quads and all that other stuff so people have starting to play but really we didn't have nothing really to talk about you know what i'm saying like the normal detroit group chess killers you know what i'm saying they haven't really uh got together and all that other stuff so how i partake partook and heard about this event was actually i was working and i got hit up by my boy james canny he called me on facebook messenger he was like, yo, D, what's going on? I'm like, what's up? He was like, bro, Naka's in town. I'm like, man, I ain't I ain't trying to, you know what I'm saying, hear that. I'm like, if Naka's in town, it's probably a sign where he like, nah, bro, Naka's in town and he's filming uh, for his YouTube channel. He wants some more more footage. He's, you know, doing something different. Uh, with Chess, huh, man, here's this waiver, sign this waiver, whoop-de-whoop. He told me some other players that, you know what I'm saying, he was going to reach out to far as you know cam john brooks my boy coach dominic you know what i'm saying dominic johnson so you know we fill it out and all that other stuff and uh okay cool i'm finna play naka a couple days later i look on facebook shout outs to uh mr kevin fight he posts it posts it's online boom now word travels like wildfire naka is really coming downtown and he's doing something different because here we used to grandmasters coming down and doing simuls. You know what I'm saying? Set up the board, you play. And what I liked about this event from a traditional simuls, I'm not saying simuls are boring, but they, they, they're kind of, they, they is compared to this. And what this event was, how it was set up was dope because he had his cameraman, he had his board. And you know what I'm saying? We waited and everybody got a chance to play Naka. And during that time, if you was waiting, there was other boards set it up set up where people could play each other so i think that was a uh, dope and i hope that becomes more of the norm for uh players when they come down to D you know what i'm saying detroit and other places because i think that's more exciting so we get down there i get down there i get down there with about 11 dominic came got me about 
11.30, we get down there. Uh, he parks the wrong place, but that's typical Dominic. So I get the car and I get down there and I see it set up. When I get down there, I see Miss Martinez. I see Coach Fight, Mr. Fight. Uh, I see some kids from Detroit City Chess Club. Remember, we're still coming out of COVID, the pandemic. I mean, we're still in it, but, you know, people are more eased up. So I've saw kids I haven't saw before. I saw Cameron Wilson, strong kid. He's at Wayne State. I saw Braylon Wilkes. I saw Braylon Fields. I saw Harper Jackson. <clears throat> These just kids that I could just name off the top of my head. So it's like I see them, and it's kind of bringing you back to that old feeling. In Detroit, we have something called the Metro Scholastic Chess League where I work as a tournament director. So it's bringing me back to that feeling of reminiscing because we didn't have the uh, Metro Scholastic Chess League this year. It was virtual, so it was different. So just seeing the kids, seeing them mature, seeing them develop, seeing how who got tall, you know what I'm saying? A lot of them playing sports. So seeing that brought a smile, you know what I'm saying, to my face. It really did. Seeing the kids and seeing that they still continue to play chess. So I'm talking to the kids. whoop de whoop You know what I'm saying? They, oh, I saw my other kids, Solomon, Solomon Foster, uh, 11th grade at Cast Tech. And I'm trying to think. And Maxwell, Maxwell Norwood. He's a senior. So we get down there. I see him. We're talking. whoop de whoop Next thing you know, I see James Canny. James Canny comes down there. Yo, D, I'm ready. Shout out to my boy James Canny, too. He's finna go down to Charlotte playing this uh invitational tournament still fighting to get them norms best wishes bro you know we're gonna be rooting for you in detroit <clears throat> and we want you you know what i'm saying to take it as far as you can here so we get down there everybody's there and i see naka there this is the first time i've like i see naka like i said after i see jimmy jimmy points bam there's naka there with his daddy now let's let's be honest i'm 32 naka's older than me i've saw naka before i've actually played in the same nationals where Naka has played in high school nationals. It's been years ago. I can't remember the results, but I know I played in like two or three nationals. Naka was there. Uh, I could be wrong, but I think the first time I saw Naka might have been in 98, 99. Was that in Ohio, Columbus, where he won? And then I think I saw him again. A couple years later, he was like 25, 2600. So I saw, everybody saw Naka, but I've never been that close to interact and speak to him. <clears throat> and the first thing I saw, you know what I'm saying, uh, recognizing Naka is this uh, Hawaiian pineapple shirt. You know what I'm saying? Threw me off guard. You know what I'm saying? Like, dang, because it was, it was very, very, very hot. But after me going back and watching some of his streams, I know his streams in his YouTube channel, when Naka got that Hawaiian shirt on, you about to get busy. It's the equivalent to Tom Murphy with the leather trench coat on. So <clears throat> we down there sitting, we're down there talking, you know, everybody's, everybody's excited, you know, Naka's here. And then words travels, you know, if you're in the chess circle, circle words travel, Naka's here, he's here, he's here. So now you got the street hustlers uh, coming. Uh, Roscoe, you got my boy Tone, you know, people are calling, they're interested. Everybody wants to get down here to play Naka. You know what I'm saying? This is a different scenario than the typical Simo. So we're sitting up there. Uh, shout out to my boy, Robert Ellis. Robert gets it started. He gets a sheet of paper. He say, look, this is what we gonna do. We gonna write the names down. We gonna see uh, who wants to play Naka first. During this time, we're in the huddle. John Brookston uh, came. Mikey Bowersock, very, very strong player. I think Mikey's like 2,300. Excuse me, Michael Bowersock, 
uh, Cam, all these players I'm finna mention is over 2,000. So you have Mikey Bowersock, he's like 2,300. You have James County, he's 2,300. You have uh, Moore Lopez, he's 2,300. You have uh, Cameron, 2,100. You have John Brooks. John, everybody know who John Brooks is. Name speak for itself. He's national master. You have him down there. You have me down there. I'm 1913. Uh, you have Brian Wilson down there. So Rob cracks a joke and say, man, you know, which one of y'all going to get y'all ass beat first? And it was funny because uh, in Detroit, we got a lot of pride, a lot of pride, a lot of pride. But don't nobody wants to, uh, and I'll be honest, which I'm not going to say they were scared, but a lot of people didn't want to be the person that gets the example made out of them first. Because what are we really going to do with a fresh knocker? You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> Blitz. And during this time, we don't even know what we're playing as far as the time control. You see what I'm saying? We don't know what's the time control. So while we're going through all that, we're, you know what I'm saying? We're going back and forth. Everybody's trying to figure out who wants to play first. I say, well, you know, skip it. I'll play first. Fuck it. I'll play first. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't matter. I just want to go get the stuff over and see. I know it's real, but to find out, is it really, 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 really real? So during this time, uh, Rob write my name first. We hear Naka. He's talking to Miss Martinez. <clears throat> she asked, what's the time control? Naka says this so nonchalant. Oh, I, I, five to one. Five to one. So I give him five to one. She says, oh, you for sure? He said, no problem. Five to one. So he politely goes to the board, sets the pieces up, sit there. I guess it's game time. So now we're over there really like huddled up, looking at each other all crazy because we're like, damn, he said he going to give us five to one. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, as chess players, we're competitive and we have a uh, warrior spirit. So we're sitting here and I'm looking, I'm be honest with you. We look, I'm looking at all these players and I'm like, damn, you know what I'm saying? Five to one. You know what I'm saying? I'm borderline 2000. Yeah, he probably could do me. But then I'm looking at John Brooks. John Brooks been a national master about 30 years. I'm looking at Bowersock. Bowersock's 2300. Looking at Jimmy. Uh, James Caddy, he's like 2300. I'm looking at National Master Moore Lopez. I'm like, damn, he he said he's gonna get y'all five to one. No problem. Now, I'm not the smartest man in the world, but I'm in my head looking like, well, I know y'all should be able to run for uh one minute, you know what I'm saying? Like, you come out the opening, you know, y'all masters, y'all could throw something that you know, what I'm saying, Adam to throw them off. So, <clears throat> five to one, I'm like. In my mind, I'm like, no, nah. but in my heart, I'm like, yeah, he can do it. So during this time, Nakas, you know, he's setting up, he's prepping, his camera crew is, you know, prepping, getting, you know what I'm saying, everything together. So we're on the sideline, you know, we're playing Skittles chess, you know, we're going over lines, we're prepping, all that other stuff. Boom, we get the call. He's ready to start. Mr. Fight, from my knowledge, and I could be wrong, and if Mr. Fight, you hear me correct me if I'm wrong, I apologize. I hear that he wants John Brooks to play Naka first. So, you know, John comes in. If y'all don't know John Brooks, John Brooks is like a chess legend in Detroit. Everybody who's pretty much uh, African-American chess player that's strong, 2000 higher, has came through John Brooks. Uh, Irv Tompkins, Mickey Malloy, Minnie Bus, Devoy Carroll, Rockin' Reds. Everybody pretty much, you know what I'm saying, to get their game stamped and certified had to come through John Brooks. John Brooks is a phenomenal, phenomenal uh, player. Like I said, he's a national master, but he's a great, great street player and blitz player. So 
He said, this is going to, from my knowledge, what I've heard, and I could be wrong. He said, we'll let John play him first. And if a lot of people don't know John or haven't followed John, you should go look at my YouTube channel or on the Detroit Chess Killers uh, page or Nathan Kelly and see how John plays chess. So how John plays chess is John is a very street, gritty, aggressive, intimidating player. What that means is John is John got to be about six foot three. He has a physique and a build of like a running back, middle linebacker. So he's a big, 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 big dude, and he's intimidating. And John is also known to knock pieces down <clears throat> very fast. He's in his seventies. He's still fast. Uh, bang the clock. Uh, if you knock a piece down, he's going to hit the clock and tell you to uh, straighten it up, straighten it up, straighten it up, straighten it up. So I see why we want he wanted John to play first because it's, it's, it's dope. You want John to play because John is not a nice guy. John is the type of person y'all can wake up, go to a tournament together. Y'all can eat breakfast. Y'all can chill, do all that other stuff. Y'all get paired together. And he's going to act like you don't. Uh, he's going to act like he don't know you. He's going to act like you slept with his wife and he's going to try to kill you. Like when we say killer, John is a chess, <clears throat> excuse me, killer. So we get started. Bam. John Brooks versus Naka. They're going, they blitzing. They, they, they're knocking pieces. They, you know, they're, they're thumping. Uh, I don't know what happened to the first game, but I believe, I believe Naka won the first game. Bam. Uh, I think Naka had white. So they set it up. We got the crowd. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's watching. Everybody's watching. We're getting ready for the second game. I believe John had white. I believe John had white. I could be wrong, but I believe John had white because we were told that if you were over 2,000, you got a chance to play him twice. So I'm pretty sure this is the second game. So now we get to the second game. John slamming pieces, slamming them hard. Bang. You hear, you know what I'm saying? You hear John hollering, straighten them up. And you can tell the way John plays chess is not how Naka is used to playing chess. What I mean by that is Naka took this like more of a gentleman's game while John was taking it as I'm playing for my pride. I'm not finna let him beat. I'm not finna let him too old me. You see what I'm saying? So John's knocking pieces down. He's slamming the clock. The pieces is, you know what I'm saying? Not on the right squares. John's hitting the clock, telling him to straighten it up, all that other stuff. But Naka's keeping his he, Naka's keeping his composure. He's keeping his composure. But John is John, like you said. John is the Patrick Beverly, the uh, Patrick Beverly of chess. He makes it real, real ugly. The Bruce Bowen. I'm not saying he's a hacker, but he plays chess. You know what I'm saying? John plays chess and he plays mental chess over uh, the board. So it's you know it's intimidating. So as I look. At the game, Naka is up the exchange. I think he had two rooks and John had a rook and a bishop, but the pawn was passed. And remember, they're playing five to one. And, you know, John's hitting the clock extra. He's double tapping the clock. Like, John, I hate to say it, I love John to death. John reminds you of Ric Flair when he says, like, the dirtiest player of the game. Like, he knows all the tricks, the trades. He's that boxer where, like, you huddle up in the huddle, you know, y'all clinch. And he low blows you where the ref ain't looking and all that other stuff. So they bang the clock. They're going back and forth. And bam, we hear flat. We all look. Naka flat. John is split 1-1 one, one with Naka, right? Now, John is hype. Yeah, you know, I'm going to kill everybody cheering John on and all that other stuff. 
And true, we're happy for John. John held it down. 1-1. I'm not saying the way he took the game is right, but I see why he did. John has a lot of pride in chess. You know what I'm saying? John is one of them people. It's how you beat him that bothers him. So while everybody's all hype and cheering John on, in the back of my mind is like, Naka's really finna beat our ass. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's really finna put foot to ass now because how John stole that game. And I'm going to say he stole the game. And the reason I'm going to say he stole the game is how we was played. Naka is more gentleman friendly. John is more gritty, grimy. You know what I'm saying? So after uh after John, after John hit uh Naka 1-1, he does the interview. You can tell that Naka kind of is switching. I'm going to say this, Naka never went to the level he needed to because if he'd have started off on 10, he'd have beat everybody ass. I'm just be honest with you. But he took it from probably like a, a one to a three. So after uh uh John comes up, uh Bowersock goes next. And if y'all don't know who Mikey Bowersock is, very, very strong player. Went to University of Michigan. Good friends with a two-lit sophomore. He was a part of that Michigan chess team. And you know this event had to be uh, a big event because Bowersock quit playing chess completely and he came out to play. So Naka gets uh the white pieces. Yeah, he gets he gets the white pieces and it ain't pretty much, you know what I'm saying, to talk about. He just dog walked poor, poor Bowersock. I believe he sacked uh I believe he sacked a rook. He sacked the rook and Mikey had to take back. I think he sacked the rook on g6. I could be wrong. Rook x g6, hx g6, queen h g6. He just crushed them with the uh, white pieces. But then we switched to the black pieces. During this time, me and Rob, we were talking SHIT to each other. And I'm like, you know, Mikey played all right with the black pieces, even though he got crushed. So I'm a, uh, I tell I tell Rob Bet, you know, no, I tell Dom, my boy Dominic Bet, $5. I like Mikey with the black pieces. They played a Sicilian line. And you know what I'm saying? Mikey, Mikey held the draw. You know what I'm saying? And it, and it wasn't like uh, a given, given draw. But, you know, Mikey fought, fought for, uh, for that, uh, for that draw, for that draw. So after that, so you got Naka beat Mikey one and a half to a half. You got uh, Naka beating, uh, splitting with John. So you can still see like, He's still getting the feel of it, but once he warm up or take it there, he's really finna beat our ass. So after that, uh, our homeboy National Master Mora Lopez, very, very strong player, coming in 23-33. Uh, he came here from Mexico, very strong player. He's played in the Indiana tournaments. I think he's won one. I think he won the one before last. He plays him and Naka crushes him easy. He too, he too owe him very, uh, very 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 uh easy like he just he just destroyed him uh completely completely so after he pretty much put hands and feet to uh to Mora lopez we get to knocking jimmy and i think this is uh this is what everybody you know what i'm saying pretty much when it came to see naka you know what i'm saying versus james candy gm candy this mr this is not a move to youtubers to streamers uh, and they actually played two good games. Uh, they actually played two good games. Naka end up edging Jimmy out one and a half to a half. Uh, I'm gonna save that for when the footage come out. But uh, 
Jimmy played an interesting line of the Sicilian, E4, C5, Knight F3, Knight C6, D4, CX, D4, Knight X, D4, Knight F6, Knight C3, H5. Never saw it. Uh, I'm not going to get too much in that game because I want y'all to watch Naka stream. Uh, I mean, his YouTube video, when it come out, the trailer's out. Make sure you subscribe to that. But it was, I'm not going to say what happened. I'm just saying Naka beat Jimmy one and a half to a half. It was dope. It was very, very dope. It was good content. Make sure you uh, follow and stream. I mean, make sure you follow both of them, GM Candy, Naka. Uh, I'm just giving you some like point of views and my uh, take takes from uh that weekend that weekend when Naka was down here you know i got a chance to play Naka too and i'm just gonna be 100 with you he he beat my ass uh we played the carol kind actually with uh both colors i played the carol kind against him and then he turned around and played it with me and i'm be honest with you i'm be 100 with you like when it was my time to play uh Naka, i went into groupie mode i ain't gonna lie i went into groupie mode because I remember Naka from the Schoolmates uh, magazine. I, I still got the Chess Life magazine when he got the New York Yankees with the big Kool-Aid smile picture. Uh, I think that was Schoolmates. It had to be Schoolmates because I wasn't old enough to get Chess Life. And I think that's when he was playing the Scotch game. So I'm sitting there watching everybody play Naka, trying to figure out like what is I'm going to play because... In your mind, you're telling yourself, yeah, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, etc., etc. But my thing is, if I'm going to lose, I'm not going to lose that bad. And I don't want to make him look good. So I'm going, I'm just, you know what I'm saying? I'm going through the motions. I'm like, well, damn, if I get uh, black first and he play E4, do I play the Sicilian? If I play the Sicilian, he just going to GM, you know, puzzle rush, put his hands and feet on me. So I'm like, no, nah, that can't, you know what I'm saying? That can't work. Do I play E5? E5, I was thinking about playing E5 with Black, but I was like, well, you know, this is stream. He may play the King's Gambit on me. That could be a wild game because I'm not trying to get tactical with nobody who's 28, 2900 blitz. So I'm just going through all the motions, trying to figure out what can I play. So I sit down. Before you sit down, the cameraman asks you, you know, speak your name, get your rating and all that other stuff before you start. So I sit down, my first game, I got the, I think I had the white piece. I had the white piece. So, boom, he plays E4. So in my head, I'm thinking about all these openings I'm going to play. And I grabbed the C pawn. I really did. I grabbed the C pawn. My intentions was to play C5, but I don't know if I got scared and went to C6. So there it have it. We got C6, the Carol kind. So we go E4, C6, D4, D5. He played knight c3. I go dx e4. He go knight x e4. I went knight f6. He went knight g3, I believe. I went knight f6. We go through typical, typical, uh, typical Carol Khan stuff. I come out the opening straight. I do. And then it all fell apart for me. And what I mean I fell apart for me is have you ever played somebody? In chess that was stronger than you like you could be just say hypothetically i'm borderline class a expert i'm like 1950 right and you play somebody just say like a national master a 2300 and every move they make i'm not saying it's a good move but it never feels like they're wasting they move they never feel like they're wasting their move and their move always trying to do something so knock plan knocker felt like this but worse or like his moves you just felt it. They always felt like he was coming at you. I'm be honest with you. When I played Naka, man, it felt like 
I swear to God, it felt like he was playing with uh, two extra rooks, two extra bishops. It was just like he was playing with 32 pieces to my 16 because that's how fast in his plans was. It was like while I was trying to put something together, he was just constantly putting pressure on me. I did sack on him. I did sack on him. But then that 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 didn't work. He, you know what I'm saying? So boom. Uh okay, okay. So what happened is I, I think I know what happened. I sacked. I had something lined up on the H file. Cause I remember getting the sack because I ended up having like play on H2 and he played bishop c5. He played bishop c5 on me while my queen was on d6 and my rook was on f8. And I went down exchange. So I kept on playing for pride, but you know what I'm saying? He 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 got that game. And while I'm losing. My homeboys, they, you know, they're laughing. You're getting your ass whooped, all that, et cetera, and all that other stuff. So that's how that went. So now, after I resigned, we set up the pieces, and I play E4. And to my knowledge, after I play pawn E4, Naka plays pawn C6. And I say, damn, he played a Carol Kahn on me. He played what I played on him. So I don't know if he was playing a psychological game on me to rent space in my head, because he sure did it. So... E4, C6, I played D4, he played D5, I played Knight C3, he plays DX, E4, and I'm going to be honest with you, my dumb ass plays the dumbest, the dumbest, the dumbest, the dumbest, the dumbest, the dumbest variation I can. I played the fantasy variation. He plays DX, E4, and I play Pine F3. Why in the world would I play an opening where you sack a pawn for active play against a player that's 28, 2900. Make it make sense to me. If you're listening to this podcast, can somebody send me a message and explain to me why would I do something such fool- foolishness? Here I am, 1900. My blitz rating is 2023, and this is arguably the greatest player in the world. And the first thing I want to do is I want to not take the pawn back. I want to play F3 thinking I'm going to get uh for this extra pine very very peace play and active <coughs> excuse me play on the f5 i mean why would why would i do that so exf3 knight xf3 and pretty much you know what i'm saying he just beat the brakes off me outplayed me me giving up the second pine i never got a chance to get no active play and i'm gonna tell you this i'm gonna tell you this like i said in the interview seeing naka and playing naka is like you know what I'm saying is it's kind of like I, I hate to say it because I'm sounding like a, a groupie, a fan, and I don't, you know what I'm saying? I don't like looking at being called a groupie or a fan, but it's like playing your chess idol. It's like playing somebody like if you're my era around my age, Naka is the kid we always heard about coming up playing chess. I'm just gonna be honest with you because we're the same age. I think Naka got me by one year. So coming up, he was, you know, he was all over schools, mates, chess life, the tournaments. You know what I'm saying? He was just winning everything. You know, he was just everybody. So even though when I fell out of chess, I still heard about Naka. So it's just like walking into the gym and playing. Like I said, I hate to say it because I'm signing like a straight, straight, straight group. But it's like walking into the gym and LeBron say, all right, or Michael Jordan or Kobe, all right, me and you one on one. And you're at a state of shock mentally because. You're playing them, but you can't believe that you're playing them. So it's like I'm moving the pieces. I don't know about everybody else, but I'm just speaking on how I feel. It's like I'm moving the pieces, but subconsciously I'm not there because and my mind crossed the board from me is knock. I mean, this guy has pretty much played damn near all my favorite chess players. He's played Kasparov. He's played Nod. 
uh crime that you know what i'm saying and it's you know what i'm saying you still in the back of my mind that's my uh how i'm feeling and i knew like there was no way i can you know what i'm saying give him my best game because in the back of my mind i'm like kind of you know what i'm saying starstruck and it's it's it was a gift and a curse for me because i couldn't play him like i want even though i probably would have still lost i couldn't get and i'm not making no excuses but i mean let's let's just be honest just imagine you playing chess and magnus walks up to you just say you playing chess in the park and magnus walks up to you and asks you can i get a game how many of y'all are? and i'll just let's just let's do it better just say you're a 22 2300 player and you're in the park gambling and all that other stuff and magnus just walks up to you and say man let me get a game five ten dollars are you arguably still going to be able and you're a fan of chess are you arguably arguably going to be able to give manis your best game just think about that so i'm gonna end the podcast on that uh shouts out to mr fight dcc great event continue i like what you're doing keeping chess you know floating and all that other stuff but that's just my review of the, uh, the weekend Make sure uh, you like this podcast. If you get this podcast to 100 plays in a week, I drop another one. I'm going to get back on my YouTube channel. I got a series called uh, My Race to 2000. I'm going to upload some of my uh, games, go over to them. I'm sitting at 1948. Uh, Peace, blessings, be safe, and I hope you enjoy. And be looking out for that video, Naka versus Detroit. Uh, I love y'all. I'm going to continue to drop these podcasts. Y'all keep on supporting me. Peace, blessings, and I'm out.